scars are in need of help right now as we head into the holidays. You may be familiar with the great work they do. You may not know who they are. Well, joining us from scars is a foster home supervisor and a coordinator of the foster homes with scars. And joining us is Amanda Aness. Amanda, how, how are you today? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Thank you. Okay, now I know all about you and Scars because uh, we we got a rescue dog from Scars about 11 years ago, Sadie, who we just sadly had to say goodbye to about a month ago. But she was a great dog, and it just it all it did was it told me the great work that you at Scars do. So, can you tell anybody who may not be familiar with uh, the Second Chance Animal Rescue Society? Tell them everybody. Tell everybody exactly how it works with you. Absolutely. At first, I'm so sorry for your loss. Well, the thank dogs you. Are amazing. Yes. Uh, so we at Second Chance, we just help communities by taking in pets that are unwanted uh, or stray animals. So we take in as many homeless pets as our resources allowed. Uh, every single one of them are spayed, neutered, vaccinated, microchipped, and receive whatever medical care that they need. And then they are put up for adoption. Yeah, that's Typically, a, yeah. we only have about 250 animals in care, but we're sitting around 500 right now. Wow. So the demand is, is, is great right now. You, you brought up the point that the animals are checked over before they even get out there for anybody to, uh, to come to the rescue. That, that's an important thing for a lot of people. It is. Honestly, we pride ourselves in our vet care and our vet checks, and having animals spayed and neutered uh, is obviously our top priority. We exist because people do not spare neuter their animals. Uh, so having those all set in stone uh, makes it easier for our adoption program just to make sure we can find loving homes for these amazing animals and they can stay in their forever home for the rest of their lives. Hey, Amanda, how long has Scar's been around? 20 years. So wow. we've been around for 20 years. And yeah. in history, in 20 years, this is the worst we've ever seen it. So this winter, this year, uh, I don't know what's been so different about this year, uh, but we have never seen the demand so, so high. Our intake facilities are full. Our foster homes are full. Uh, we have just done everything we possibly can, and there's still strays every every corner we look. Now, is a lot of this the economics? Because maybe somebody just cannot afford to uh, maintain having a, a, a family friend in their home. I, I don't know. I, I'm like you. It, it's a little perplexing to me. When you take on an animal, I think it's about a 10-year, it's a 10-year friendship. You're at least a 10-year friendship, hopefully, that you're going to have to to enjoy. But it's it, it's frustrating to hear this is the case all the time. It's, it, that's exactly it. We're noticing now, too, a lot of the stray animals are the animals that are over, like, seven years old. Right. So we're getting animals that are dumped that are seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And you know at some point they were cared for and loved for, but then for whatever reason, they were just kicked to the curb, basically. Um, and we haven't seen that before. Normally it's just, like, puppies and kittens galore, but now it's more adult animals that are being strayed, surrendered, or... Yeah, just the strays in the area. Okay, let's break this into two categories. There will be somebody who will want to uh, to come in and get a dog or a cat, right? And so, you know, that's going to be forever. But some people want to foster too, right? And so let's yeah. break that down, the two differences. I love it. Okay, so step one is the adoption aspect. You go on our website at scarscare.ca. You'll see 400-plus animals that are ready to go to their forever homes. You'll apply online at that point, and then we go through your application process and arrange a meet-and-greet and make sure you fall in love. 
The secondary one is fostering. Fostering is incredible. We supply everything you need to foster. So we supply the kennel, the treats, the toys, the cat trees, uh, the beds, the kennels, whatever you need uh, in order for these pets to be feel comfortable in your home. Uh, you love them, of course, until they are ready to find their forever home, which is an amazing experience because you're right. Some people just aren't ready to commit financially long-term to this pet, and fostering is a is a fantastic option. So, so here's the thing about fostering that's always concerned me is that you, you know, it's 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 got to be tough to bring an animal into your home and become attached, and then to have to watch them go away, even though you're you know they're going to a good place and a good home with a new family and that kind of thing. But that's got to be a it's got to pull at the heartstrings a little. I got to think. I say I cry every time. Every time a foster leaves, we always are very upset. I have two young ones that we're kind of teaching and learning and building that family dynamic around it. And I find it's incredible to love them so much, but then also learn to let them go. Uh, Like you said, it's heartbreaking no matter what, but I do say... The moment you get a foster dog or cat adopted, it just makes space for one's waiting. Yes. And with this weather incoming, I mean, I know it's not snowy yet, uh, but when the snow comes, is going to be the worst day the worst day of the year for us in Scars, uh, just because it's going to be so bad the moment it gets really, really cold. You don't have to sell me on adoptions because obviously we've done it and it was great. It was it was a fantastic experience. But there will be some people who say, "Yeah, but adoptions, you know, is this a, is this is this animal trouble?" I never found that with any of the animals that we looked at. They were all uh, they were all great. They just they, for some reason just didn't work out with a family. Or there's a lot of little reasons. It's not because there's a problem with the animal. Totally. We, and that's why we do our application process. So we yeah. do a full application online, and then we can actually place an animal that's suitable for your home. So sometimes we'll apply for an animal that we know is just not suited, but we'll definitely suggest another animal that would be a perfect match. And we always say when you do the meet and greet for adoption, when that animal meets you, we all know, right? The animal will tell you whether they're in love, whether oh, yeah. they love this, whether they're they're smitten with you and smitten vice versa. Uh, that's that's kind of how we tell. Is the meet and greets are super critical for us. Well, the funny part for me was Sadie was that when we went to uh, see Sadie at at uh, her foster home, dogs just naturally love me. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> for some reason Sadie was scared of me and went to my better half at that time, and uh, and I was a little worried about that. However, it it worked out just wonderfully just beautiful i i just uh, i can't i can't say enough positive things about about everything that you do at scars because i just think that uh, when i saw and i'm looking at the pictures right now while we chat and yes. it's it's killing me to look at at these pics but the, the other thing i gotta ask is a lot of these animals are mid-sized to to large are there smaller dogs as well or are they just generally right now in that size group because that's where we are we're at that's what we got. Yeah, yeah, medium to large size are kind of where we're at right now. We definitely do have a small one that comes in, I don't know, once a month. Uh, but those ones are usually scooped up pretty quickly or the foster homes just decide that they don't let them go. Uh, but yeah, normal, medium to large size dogs for sure is kind of what our rescue center is all about. Okay, now before we let you go, how do people get a hold of you? Maybe they are interested in fostering, maybe they're interested in adopting, or they have some other questions. How can they track you down? I love it. So go on scarscare.ca. You can go contact us. Uh, on that website there, it'll literally have a page for donations and fostering, more information of all of our email addresses that you can reach out to. And we are looking for immediate foster homes right now for puppies, cats, kittens, you name it. Uh, we are in need of immediate foster homes this holiday season. So okay. if you're able and you've been on the fence, you know who to call. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for being with us. Cool. 
Thanks. Have a great day. All right, you too. There you go. Amanda Aness joining us from SCARS. As I said, do great work. Take it from me. I've seen it. I've seen how they do their uh, their stuff. And it's, hey, listen, you're going to be really, they're going to do a good job of making sure that you match up with the animal, not the other way around. They're going to ask you a million questions about you. And I think that that's so important.